0: Hello, a little public service announcement. Um, if you can, please go to mauifoodbank.org and donate for the wildfire that happened in Maui. All right, now well, here's the show. Thanks. All right, everybody, welcome. Thank you, John Bertan, for the excellent introduction. Um, oh, it looks like someone's about to join. Perfect, perfect timing. All right, so we just started uh, the Point Mariah post podcast, uh, and John just joined us. Um, we are, today is August 11th. It's about 9 p.m. Uh, we got Tim DiCarlo and John Bertan. And for the 38th episode, we are going to talk about the race that took place August 5th, 8 a.m., uh, the Point Mariah Marathon near Donner Lake, uh, near Tahoe Lake in California. I'll go through the, the details real quick and then we'll jump into the race. Uh, we got uh, Chris Cloyd, the best race director I've ever worked with and, and or ever seen run a race I'm not, I'm not just saying that Chris great job if you hear this uh, Donner Party mountain runners bunch of ultra runners up in Tahoe uh, Donner party mountain runners is their website uh, looks like it's about 80 bucks per person uh, there are teams two people for 135 two fifty dollars for five people starts at the soda Springs soda springs ski resort right off the 80 uh this year you get a when you finish you get a little uh, it's like a point mariah e-chain uh you get a t-shirt it's a cotton t-shirt this year it's a pretty nice shirt uh we had 70 finishers last year we had 51 this is the second year of it um not a qualifier for anything there's an eight hour time limit Winner was 3 hours, 47 minutes, which is Woof. screaming fast. Uh, last year, the winner uh, on the it was a little long last year. It was about 29 miles last year. It was Jacob Banta, 412. He's the uh, guy how, who
1: took the photos at the Cool I-50. Jacob Banta? Yeah. Maybe it's the same one. I don't know. It doesn't sound like a common name. I, I, we'll I find out it is. Yeah. And then we got uh, Helen
0: Mino. Uh, she also has a second name, uh, Faulkner, I think. Um, She won it last year in four hours and 30 minutes, and she won it this year in four hours and 10 minutes, which is a very good time. Um, All right, so Tim DeCaro, welcome. How did your race go uh, last Saturday?
2: Uh, It was a great learning experience. I I will leave it at that. great learning experience as far as uh, entering into uh trail running uh, i've done a few many years ago um but none this uh challenging i mean the first mile uh straight up a hill was a real gut punch um But also a very supportive place to have the lessons learned. Um, As you said, the race director, amazing guy. He seemed to uh, be the perfect diplomat without trying to be a diplomat. He just seemed to love everybody and welcoming everybody. And I think the other support volunteer heroes were the same. You know, I uh, walked up to some guys and said, you know, I've got uh, many great ideas for the race for next year to make them better. they're like, oh, what are they? It's oh yeah. First thing is get rid of that hill in the first mile. Uh, second thing is you've got lots of other hills, get rid of those. And they just, you know, they they didn't go. Okay, that's an old joke. We've heard this probably 900 times. Uh, they, you know, they just were friendly guys, um, friendly ladies. Uh, you know. Awesome that you had the individual race, but then teams because when you came into this central aid station where they're they're cooking up a storm for the runners, just a real fun atmosphere, um, and, you know, people are squirting you down with, uh, cold water, people that aren't even volunteers are saying, oh, can I hold this for you while you get something, you know, everybody just seemed collegial, and, uh, it was a great place to, uh, uh, introduce myself to that world, um, Great time, great time. Um, did so you have Ryan, a shot?
0: A shot when you were out at the swing?
2: I did not, but even that was. You didn't have cool. a shot, really? No, no. Mm. no. They have
0: shots was... in this race too. Yeah, yeah. Was
1: yeah. oh,
2: that it's the same
0: thing? Oh. Did that? This this race replaces Castle Peak One Hundred, uh, John. Mm-hmm. Even though it's only a marathon, um, so it's like a tradition
2: for mm-hmm. their running club. So I was not really wanting to the first time ever I think I would have turned down a shot, free shot of alcohol in the middle of nowhere but uh, it was cool because I got to be the witness to what I think is already going to be a legend at this race Uh, they had the team races and then they had the tandem races and the lady that came in behind me just very quickly says, I'm drinking five and everybody was like what? And uh, she goes, "Yeah, I'm on a team race. None of my other teammates are going to get to drink, so I want their shots." They're like, they're like, do, okay. we
0: have a, do we have a name? Can we can we uh, can we immortalize no the uh, the five shot lady?
2: I have no idea what the name was, but it was really funny because I said, "You know, I'm not taking my I, shot." Can, I'm gonna can... I'm gonna preface
0: this: these hmm. are not real shots. They give you a tiny, tiny splash and it's for good reason, right? Because we're running, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's not that hot. It was almost maybe about 80 at the hottest. And, yeah, I still could taste it, like, as I was running. You know how that, that feeling yeah. You
2: just kind of, it's coming I up. I wish I'd stuck around to witness the whole thing. I just was like, wow, that's crazy. And I went to go take my picture on the swing, and they're counting off the shots, and she was on number three, and I started to leave but i wish i'd stayed to watch because i think if someone said i want 5 shots and i was the bartender i'd be like okay let's let's do this up <laughs> let's let's give her what she wants but uh uh even that was kind of cool because later when we we're at the finish people are talking about this like, oh yeah i saw it you saw this yeah it was right there you know and and uh, i said you know i decided to slow down so i could trail her so in case she just you know fell over you know i could uh be there to help her and uh, like you're such a hero but what i didn't tell people is i was already slowing down anyway <laughs> so i made myself into a hero just by being slow but uh so was that. it what
0: so so the um two first the two segments you were mm-hmm. doing tim yeah is mm-hmm. that what you expected were you were you pretty or was there like oh this is uh, a lot it's more i mean
2: I mean, it's interesting. I told you um, when you gave me the idea. I didn't know if I could do one segment. Um, I was really looking at this with a lot of fear. Um, I was hoping to do three, but I knew I had to do two because I wanted to get that picture at the swing. Um, and uh, once I did that, you know, the the thing started to hurt like where it on a scale of one to 10 it's probably a one or a two but your brain is a little bit fried and i was dehydrated and uh so yeah i guess so so
0: um are you gonna do it next do you do you, do you want to do it again
2: oh yeah oh yeah i mean even when i was realizing i i was meeting my limit That day, I was already going, what can I do to be better? How how can I, uh, you know, one thing, uh, you know, Andrew, you said, oh, it's interesting. You're focusing on all these little things, but you're not talking about the elephant in the room. But, uh, you know, I said, you know, uh, yeah, but I'm doing these other little things. But, yeah, I want to come back and, uh, you know, do three segments, maybe four or do three segments in the time I did the two this year you know uh and i think it could be easy to not easy but a good challenge and easy to do because there's so many things that i could do better just as far as physical fitness anyway but also so many things i learned that now i can start working on like i'd never considered what should i wear for a run other than shoes and shorts (laughs) but that that was a concern um uh you you've felt my pack before the run and it was yeah like- it's like
0: let's throw this out let's throw this out that's going through like your pack you had a- tell me what tell everybody what you had in your pack and like okay. i was just throwing like half your stuff out
2: yeah so i <laughs> i knew i had to have some sort of energy source out there because i knew i'd be out on how many ever segments i did i'd be out in every segment for a while so even though they have this great aid station where they've got bananas and peanut butter pretzels and they're making quesadillas, vegan pizza, quesadillas, meat, ques- you know, they're doing all this stuff for you. I didn't want to sit there and just gorge myself. So I had to have some energy source. So I had like these like six peanut butter keto crisps. I had like four stroop waffles. Uh, I don't know how many goos I had. This is and for then... like
0: three hours. Yeah, <laughs> Is that and... how long you were out? tim you were out for two, three uh, hours three so. hours
2: and 15 minutes or was 20 okay, minutes yeah. um and then i had a 72 ounce pack of water so you know you that was you good the it. water
0: the water is good yeah you could go. I even that. poured
2: some of the water out though but i'm sure i cut the weight in half i'm i'm sure if i put that on the scale i probably had over 12 pounds of stuff that i would have had on my back if you didn't say something and So that was a very valuable lesson learned um, right off the bat. But then also, it's like, what do I do with all this stuff? And I'm stressing, I can't just throw this on the ground because we're in a nice, beautiful environment. And, you know, I can't find a garbage. You know, so that was one lesson right there. Uh, Pack smarter. Um, Mm -hmm. Don't overdo it. (laughs) Um,
0: That's that's very true. Yeah, it's really easy to overpack and underpack.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: What was the distance between aid stations?
2: Uh, each loop was somewhere around five miles. I think you had two that were almost six miles, one that was a little under five miles, but uh, about about five miles between um, each one. Okay. Um, yeah, it's this balance. We talked about,
0: remember, like, if you're, um, who's the front guy? If you're the front guy, mm-hmm. it's fine to have like a little handheld water bottle because yeah. every 40 minutes or less. He's coming into an aid station and he's getting what he needs. Wow. But if you're middle of the pack, back of the pack, now it's twice or even more that mm-hmm. time. So you could be out there for an hour and a half, hour 45, mm-hmm. and that little water bottle probably isn't going to cover you for that long. So you need yeah. to think ahead for, mm-hmm. you know, how often you're going to stop. So it's not distance then, it's time between refills. And like i was uh i was really good for four segments um but i didn't refill my pack on the last on four to five
2: Mm -hmm.
0: i just was like oh i only got five and a half to go or something like that i'll be good and i only had maybe i had less than 12 ounces of water that last little section but i was really thirsty and then i was out of water maybe two miles out because i was sipping water you know Mm -hmm. and then that was that was rough because like and that was the same as last year because it's hot it's like the middle of the day and you're like oh shoot shit i don't have any water
2: and even looking
1: at your start time 8 a.m and the low at the truckee airport where i can pull up weather history i was trying to get one for soda springs 37 degrees and the high was 81. that is a huge temperature swing that's, that's a lot to prep for
2: yeah so, i also think the last segment i think the sun is hitting directly on that hill as you're going down so even if it says 81 it probably feels like more. Feels, so you got uh, it, it
0: feels more you have the yeah the, the atmosphere is thinner mm-hmm. something the about activity
2: of the that direct sand. sun yeah,
0: yeah it is hot like and yeah you just want to really refill on the last four to five because that's that's a grind you got that what is it 700 800 feet climb did they have the aid stations stop making me clear. um i don't know did they have ice tim i didn't i didn't grab any
2: ice surprisingly no i don't think so i think is uh they had ice in the coolers for whatever i think it was tailwind was the energy drink okay. um but if you wanted water, they had pitchers of water that was lukewarm. Uh so did they
1: dunk you at all with water? When they, they, had, that they sprayed
2: players, you could okay. have
0: a sprayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um the uh, oh this is, I have a good story. So my dad was working my dad's like he's did the aid station last year, he did it this year. <laughs> he has these two pitchers. One's the what was the drink? The the the, the, the liquid drink you said rock tail. I thought it was Tailwind. tailwind. Yeah. He had a gallon of tailwind. He's probably going to hear, listen to this, Mm -hmm. a gallon of tailwind and a gallon of water. And he's holding it. (laughs) It's like Mm -hmm. holding it like in his arms, you know, two pitchers. He did that for like an hour until his arms were going to fall off. And then he realized, Oh, I don't need to have these full. So then he had half gallons of the tailwind (laughs) and the water (laughs) for the runners. So Mm -hmm. thank you, dad, for, for doing that. And, uh, yeah, something, it's a good, yeah, you could always refill the pitchers. Um, but, uh, yeah, they they had people spraying, too, when yeah. you came in.
2: Another lesson I had, like, right off the bat uh, is I knew going up the hill was going to be terribly slow and painful, and it was really hard to keep my heart rate down even walking. Um, so... I was like, okay, i got to stop to recalibrate. And then I was up at the top of the hill, and I'm going, look at where I'm at. This is amazing. So something I would never do in a road race, I just took my phone out and started taking pictures and just enjoying the place. Um, yeah,
0: route, and, route 1 was much harder mm-hmm. than Route 2, by the way. Mm-hmm. So for
2: people listening, if you're
0: doing the course, Route 1 is like this long switchbacks, back and forth. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to find, okay, do I run? Am I hiking? Am I running? Am I hiking? So round one is awful because it's so long. But round two, it's so steep, you really have no choice. You hide. round two is what it. we did on Castle Peak uh one hundred, John. That I see was it. you remember it's, that
1: uh, one? That's a thousand up, foot climb. Yeah, you just go and straight up. Scope of uh mm-hmm. um a mile.
0: Yep. And that was that was you at like mile I wanna say fifty?
1: or something yeah, that's probably mile 60 because once we got to the top of that then it was all downhill back to the finish
0: yeah that was That i remember doing that and i remember john swearing on the
1: way up that that was uh yeah, in a I thousand mean, feet in a mile <laughs> in the dark in the dust <laughs> realizing that the course is going to be two miles longer than you thought
0: at least but for this race round two is much more in, it's it's easier to pace than route one mm-hmm. The route in one loop, and uh, yeah, I, I didn't have any trouble the first four segments. It was good course, uh, Chris Cloyd, great marking. It, it's um, you just follow all of the the tags or all of the little
2: um, ties everywhere. It's easy. So yeah, no, I was shocked. You said you had no trouble the first four, uh, and I kind of got to see that because when I was walking off, I was watching you come in from the fourth one and you're just smiles and you're like hey how's it going and uh so it's well, not different. no trouble
0: but, but yeah well, felt, felt, mean, felt pretty good
2: i mean you had a smile on your face you seemed like you were happy-go-lucky so uh it was interesting to see that one segment that last segment you know i told your family i saw them i said oh he's probably gonna be here i'm trying to pr- predict your time and it took longer and and I had that beer waiting for you, and you just looked at it like, ugh, you know, and you just had to sit down and collect yourself for a while, which I completely understand. But it just seemed funny because about an hour before, I'd seen you. You've just oh, it run. drained
0: me, yeah. yeah.
2: But you'd already well, run that... twenty miles, and you're like, "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah. I think you just it's it's an ebb and flow and running, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, if I. I was cramping a little bit and I was really hot. That's kind of why I felt bad, but like yeah. had I cooled off, drank some more water, just taken it easy. I mean, I could have added more miles to that. It was just, you go through a run. It's like, it's like anything. And like, there's, you feel great. You feel terrible. You feel great. You feel terrible. You feel terrible. You feel terrible. You feel terrible. And maybe, you Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but so that was uh
2: yeah, that was a rough, learned, rough finish. Another lesson I learned, John, you had mentioned downhill earlier, is all downhill from there. So I I knew like these are the things I didn't know going in, but I learned very quickly. I knew going up hills was gonna be hard. And there's nothing you can do about it. There's, there's absolutely nothing. Uh but when I did my work up to this, when I realized oh, I've got to go up hills. I was putting treadmills on incline because we don't really have much hills around here and just trying to work up. And I didn't think anything. I, I thought, oh, once the hill goes down, I'll just, you know, smooth sailing. And my quads and my back started to hurt very quickly going downhill. And I couldn't do any sort of opening up or even trying to catch up from the uphills because I had not done anything to prepare my body for the jarring that the downhills gave. And this was a course that I think was very um, forgiving, very soft dirt. Most places there were some rocks and places that you had to watch your ankles, but overall a very soft landing, but it didn't matter. So. yeah I'd say I'd say the trickiest uh, footing is the climb
0: mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. ski resort like mm-hmm. all those like like baseball size rocks and stuff yeah. but, but the backside of soda Springs ski is like mm-hmm. and, and Chris was saying it it's like some of the best single track anywhere
2: yeah I was surprised just, how beautiful it was I was surprised how easy it should have been to run but my legs quickly felt the pain of all that weight coming down on them um, on the downhills So I had no ability to say, I want to make up time on the downhills, which is, I thought that was just going to happen. So that was a valuable lesson too. And I I have to say, so the aid stage, the central aid station,
0: really is a smart way to put on a race this distance Mm -hmm. because you can maximize all of the food and the volunteers and everything and the energy rather than having like, you know, six aid stations. And then the finish, they had uh, pre-cooked bacon. They had avocado. Mm-hmm. They had cheeseburgers. They had
2: uh, Long a burgers. really good
0: keg. Yeah, they had a keg of beer. They had mm-hmm. they had all kinds of. I mean, it Great was stuff. this is like the, the, they knew how to put on a really good event mm-hmm. for eighty bucks. It's like yeah. awesome.
2: Yeah. Oh, and I love that you said the energy. That was cool too because. Every time somebody came in, there was teams waiting, there was family waiting, there was volunteers waiting, um, and everybody, you know, you had the cowbells. Which
0: I, So when I get passed by somebody, because I got passed a few times, and they're flying by me, it's like, well, yeah, that's a relay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but oh, uh,
2: I, well, was, I, I was yeah. shooting
0: for a top 10. I think I was 15th, which I'm, I'm happy nice. with because there's a lot more people.
2: In the race so i just found out there's one way i beat you andrew uh i didn't get <laughs> past by many people because everybody took off for me in the beginning but uh i i probably had less people pass me than past you so i got that I have nice that for me. yes that's a victory for me <laughs> so, so i've got that going for me mm-hmm. yes so
0: caddyshack uh
2: yeah, <laughs> which, is yeah. Nice.
0: which is nice <laughs> all right um great race. I'm uh I'm I'm really happy with it and uh what a, what a, anything we would change? I mean any other than having more people up there? Which I think um, it's a good balance of people. I don't want more people up there. Don't go. This is terrible.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no. I I I mean it's a beautiful place. There's beautiful people uh I'd like to say it was beautiful running next year. It'll be beautiful running, but uh, And
0: it, you know, what's great about this race. It's not caught up in other races. It doesn't have a 5k. It doesn't have a 10k. It doesn't have like all these other little races. Yes. Yeah. The one event.
2: Although I will say, uh, I mean, with the teams and the tandems, it did give people like an entryway into seeing the event. Mm-hmm. And the tandems were pretty cool because you knew at the very least somebody was running 11 miles. Uh, it was at the aid station, you could see it the team runs where everybody did one leg. You saw people coming in like they were running the uh mile on a track, like I, I've got to uh, you know, show off the last hundred yards for the fans in the stands. Mm-hmm. And uh, you I know. think there was a cross country team doing the, a relay. yeah. yeah. And uh, that that was kind of like, I mean everybody's their own person, but I think for people that were doing it individually or tandem, they probably were looking at this like, oh, come on, but
0: so uh, I actually I, I have a question for John on the intensity for that long. So I had a strategy, heart rate 140 to 150 the whole time. So if I hit 150, and you can see me my strava, if I hit 150, 152, I would slow down. Even though I know I can comfortably be not comfortably, I can go up to one sixties like in a marathon, like a road race. Because I was thinking, oh, I don't want to be hitting the one sixties like on a five hour race. Or or should have I just lay it out there and go hard?
1: I think it depends on the a lot of it depends on the conditions and the feedback loops you're going through so it sounds like when you finished i was looking at your splits you you had some pretty quick i'm assuming yeah on the downhill miles you were you were, you're were making up some time but that last those last few miles on the uphill oh, it was
0: awful yeah oh man
1: and so yeah but that, i mean that's a big it, it was
0: walk run walk run
1: mostly walk coming yeah. on that last half mile you're still going downhill it's steep but you run a lot of steep stuff and you're going at eleven forty per mile downhill. Oh, I was cramping. Yeah. Could, yeah, exactly. Really so it. there there are certain things like yeah, heart rate's a good starting point for your level of exertion. But if your heart rate is, you know, doing something, but you're starting to feel cramping or starting to feel nausea or whatever it is, then there's that's your indicator, there's there's a different problem to solve. And so then heart rate's not the only thing you should be listening to yeah
0: Um, it was definitely liquid and probably electrolyte uh well
1: did did they go hand in hand um if you're cramping definitely you you were probably missing out on some of those salts um up at the up at elevation when you sweat it just evaporates right off of you and so you don't i think when you're at elevation especially up there um when it's so dry and warm you don't really appreciate how much you're actually sweating, and there are certain indicators you can look at. Like if you've got a bunch of salt streaks all over you, that's a good oh, indicator. Oh, my hat!
0: My hat yeah. on the, the top had a white crust.
1: Yes, yeah, so that's your indicator a... <laughs> that you're you're losing a lot of salt. Now, there's, there's there's a couple reasons why you lose a lot of salt. Either you have too much, and you're sweating out the excess. Great, but if you don't have enough and you sweat out too much of it you can't reabsorb it other than you know ingesting it and so you can always err on the side of sort of more salt than less salt and you'll sweat it out as well you saw it you saw that crust so when you get to that point then that's going to start messing with your heart rate as an indicator Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah and that's where it's like i'm looking again just at the temperature extremes of the day because a month ago I did a fifty K up at North Star and it started out at forty nine degrees and it finished at ninety-four degrees. And how hot did it get? Like you start at eight AM, which is probably I don't know, maybe in the forties at that point, maybe fifties. Uh wait, wait, ha- you have that. It was it was fifty eight degrees at the start is what it says, right? Yeah. And so that had already gotten pretty warm by that point, because the low in the area was under 40 that night. But then, okay, so you, you, it, it's going to increase, you know, over 20 degrees up to the high of 81 that it says it was. But how fast did it do it? Like, did it get, like, 30 minutes in? Was it 65 degrees or was it 70 degrees? So those are things that are interesting to to note. like like when it gets hot and i noticed that at that race at north star it got hot much faster than it did last year when i ran the same race so it didn't stay as cool for as long and i noticed a lot of people were just their issues weren't their body cramping their issues were actually their stomach cramping i saw a few people on the side of the trail kind of dry heaving in the latter part of that north star 50k um just because it was too hot it was one of those hotter weekends up in the mountains and yeah finishing at 94 degrees in the mountains that's that's intense so yeah the the strategies as you're one of the strategies like you know ultra runners and trail runners do is you take your stuff with you so you can problem solve and that entails carrying a pack uh but then you have to it's it's always trade yeah i was i was feeling really good i think has
0: my, my this is experience so i don't have enough experience i i felt really good i felt great i saw tim i was like all oh, right i'm just gonna run hard five and a half miles i'll be done and well i hit i've so right away here let's say the last there's a climb right here that's pretty steep right here see that one at 21 miles it's like 10 percent grade for like i don't know quarter mile that just like killed me i was like oh
1: (laughs) i can see where you hit the wall too because even come at mile 20 and mile 21 you're dropping in elevation and i know you on an easy run you do some steep up and steep down almost on a daily basis yeah so running 10 and a half minute pace going downhill is telling me you were probably already feeling a little stiff at that point
0: (laughs) yeah i think so um i should have just drank more water (laughs) i would have been able to i i think i think i actually could have gone harder it's it's like this puzzle right you have so i had this plan okay here's my heart rate for the whole thing you can look at my average heart rate overall for the entire run where's the average heart rate does it show us for the whole five hours ten minutes
1: uh yeah here. it says it's at about your heart rate is about 150 most of the time yeah
0: yeah so huh. yeah i think i did it right i, I just w- should have just drank more water last segment
1: well, probably with more water, water with some more salt Because if you're sweating out that salt and you're only drinking water, then you're going to put yourself in a very different position. And I've seen this happen Um, actually quite frequently is when people have enough water, but not enough salt. And so they're kind of confused. They feel dehydrated, but they're like, I'm peeing a lot and it's clear. And it's like, I wasn't
0: peeing at all. Um, (laughs)
1: That's another.
0: You know, know what was really good was the oranges I ate. So I uh, came into the aid station, and I ate like an orange, like literally like ate like a bunch of oranges. And then I had like two handfuls of oranges, and I was just running with oranges. And it's like, oh, these are so good. Oh, so I was yeah, they, they but then I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't want to, I didn't want to throw the peels. So I had like, I, I had probably like 10 um, peel slices in my pockets
1: when I finished.
0: <laughs> but those were so good the oranges were yeah, so delicious so they, when they I was running they were
1: giving you some sugar and they were giving you some electrolyte because you know,
0: you know what i needed at, at, they had, they i got needed ask him i needed a, a, a jolt you know that caffeine drink jolt cola i, I needed yeah, a ca- i needed a jolt cola at segment and that or 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 something similar to that
1: did you drink any 4. soda in the race
0: no i should have really yeah it's just there's just water and i had three elements those little element things i was adding those to i probably only drank about two of the elements because like it's so hard to get the powder out of the the silly little packet you know you're like trying to tear it
1: i tore one pre-do that you got you got to have them already in little baggies ready to go
0: yeah like i tore one with my teeth like (laughs) i'm in the i run into the aid station i'm like i i got it (laughs) i tore it in the the thing like boost it's all <laughs> over your face. It was like Al Pacino in the uh, Scarface, like <laughs> poof. <laughs> it was. Dude, they it had was soda at the a fun. stations,
1: right? They had Coca Cola. They did. They had Ale everything,
0: and and yeah. I did want to have a quesadilla, but I just wasn't into into eating at that point. So, good times. All right, I think we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, any anyone want to? say anything else on the uh, Point mariah Marathon 2023
1: I just want to say something about the team names they're pretty awesome the partner marathon sure uh, the first place team was sparkle power you got rock kickers um, <laughs> number 4 I like chat gpt what's a good name um <laughs> going down to uh team number 18 i like their joke it was Point zero 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 six times C. So I like their little physics joke right there of a fraction of the speed of light. Um <laughs> and then you got the five person team. So, so actually one clarification. Oh, I didn't even question. look at I didn't even see these. On the can you share a screen, marathon, John? Uh can I share a screen? How do I do that? Well, are you share, on the- share content
0: screen? Yep. Oh, we're gonna to switch to a YouTube format. So we're gonna keep the podcast, but apparently, um, all of us old people here in our forties, uh, there's these younger people beneath the forty-year-old age bracket, and they watch this thing called YouTube. And when they watch <laughs> YouTube, YouTube, they could, they could see <laughs> they could see our faces and the screenshots we're sharing. So, uh, Tim Crone, if you're listening, um. I think forty and on, we're gonna start doing um, boob. Uh, excuse me, YouTube. All right. You should do
2: uh, I want to know which of these teams had this seventy-year-old uh, who was like built like a rock. I mean,
0: oh, that was so funny. My dad was like, <laughs> "Dad's like seventy-seven. He's closing <laughs> in on eighty. He's like, that lady was so old. She was so wrinkly. <laughs> I was like, Dad."
2: No, no, I'm talking about the guy. The, the, you, there's a guy who. Oh, he, the the, us, the Aussie, that guy. I guess so. he was, he was at least sixty-five, but he took his shirt off at the end when he was done, and he just looked. Oh, like, that was know. Pat.
0: That was Pat. Pat's an attorney, and he's a he's a stud. He's like done all these Ironmans and stuff, and so. That,
2: that, that, that put my younger marine guy body to shame. Yeah, he's like, like sixty five he's like sixty-four or sixty something. I think they I think they weren't they like the rock kickers, they got like second place, is it like,
1: Rock Kickers is second place, yeah. Last place is trail and error. That's a pretty good <laughs> name too. Mm. Um with the partner marathon. So how did that work? Did did they run together? Did they tag team back and forth? What was the what was the deal there? I think There's five
0: segments, so
1: somebody
2: has to do two and
0: somebody has to do three. I don't think you can... There's no place to do... How they organize it. Even. Yeah. They're
1: They're not running it together the whole time, something like that. No.
2: No. Okay. But I don't think they said, like, you have to, like, play ping pong. You could have done two segments and then tagged off for somebody else to do three. You could have done two, they do two, then you do, you know, I think they let the partners decide how they were going to run it which that's interesting but i uh, like
1: how only one team in each partner marathon and five person team um beat the uh <laughs> the guy doing it by himself <laughs> yeah and then so the rest of the teams um in the partner marathon team number two would have ended up at sixth place and in the five person team team number two would have ended up at oh man yeah uh let's see
2: oh what i thought was yeah, really funny john well. yeah, so what I
1: thought the, the was- people are faster than the teams which is kind of funny
2: yeah. Also, but,
0: my rank on this listing, I was like, wow, I'm really slow. Look at all these people. There's like 80 percentile, 70th percentile, and I'm at 69%, but that's an ultra That's the all overall
1: ultra sign-up rank, I believe. Yeah. Based on all of your ultra sign-up um, slow.
2: Yeah. John, to tell, you, to tell you how fast these people were, uh, when I came in, uh, I just went to the finish line and I did one of these things that's probably funny for me, but they probably didn't think it was so funny. I said, hey, if I duck under these uh, ropes and I just cross the line, do you think I'll be able to trick you into thinking I won? And the ladies didn't even look at me. They're just like, oh, that no, those guys came in a long time ago. We've got like six finishers by now. I was like, ah, never mind. Never mind. Not worth the joke then. <laughs> but uh, this yeah, is... the fast I... runners, the two top guys. Whew, yeah. I, I don't know Ooh. how they did it. <laughs> like
1: Peter they're... Fain dropped out. He didn't who's, finish. Who's I'm looking P- at P- some P- other names. Who's Peter Fain? You know him? He's the uh, race director for Castle Peak. He lives in Truckee. Ah, okay. Um, I'm looking at some other names uh, that I recognize here.
2: Yeah. Oh, was, Tim DeCarlo there's... dropped out.
0: Oh. <laughs> Tim DeCarlo. You know what would be useful is if they had distance in your your where you leave because well at least in really long races because like if you drop it the first 10 miles that's probably you have an injury problem you drop it 70 that's probably that could be some that's probably something else which is still notable i noticed western states if you go to western states and you look at results you don't see the dnfs like historically is that right john no they're there they're there they got the finished
1: percentages and everything.
0: Okay. Okay. They're,
1: they're definitely there. Ah, um because they'll they'll they advertise like the finished percentage for each year.
0: Maybe it was under Ultra Runner, they don't have it there on,
1: on Ultra Sign Up it should be there. Oh, Ultra
0: Sign Up, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, i probably no. I'm,
0: I I didn't really look very hard. I was just All right. Uh thanks everyone and uh have a good night. I'm going to um
2: pause here. How do I do this? You press pause.